With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everyone to another edition of Omi D and Fish. I am Rodney Fisher right here and giving you these viewpoints from the south side of the Trinity River. Let me welcome on our guest, my guest, well really everyone's guest, the man of the hour, the show, the the man that makes the show. Let's just say that. The one whose opinions always matter, always great, always entertaining, none other than Mr. Omi D. There you go, Tom Brady, let's reset the play clock. Got to kick it off. What's going on everybody? Great weekend last Man, weekend. Great weekend. Huge road trip. We managed to make it back alive. No police incidents. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. You it know, that, awesome. that's some, that's something to celebrate, by the way. That you know? is, especially since we saw a group of, a oh, flock man. of police officers Ooh, in one setting. Boy. They, they used the old, uh, science and, 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 uh, camouflage. Yes. Trickery yes. technique there. Yes. Bait and switch. Right. With the one squad car sitting out in front of Bucky's. We were like, ah, it's just one police officer here. Hey, we, we're cool. We're yeah, going there. We stop. Yeah, yeah. We walk in the door. There's 20 of them. Yeah. They were, they were having a good old fashioned hoot nanny. Hoot. That's what, they that's were what having it was. A hoot nanny. They're having a hoot nanny in there. And, uh, so I didn't go to the restroom on that <laughs> one, on that break, but, I uh, hey, yeah. I blame you. I instantly had did not have to go to the restaurant. Right, it was yeah. At one right. point, it's like, oh no, no, we had to go pee. No, yeah, I'm good. yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But it's been an awesome week in sports. It has Dallas sports things are rolling. Yeah, so so changing. much to talk about. I mean, we got to get into the Cowboys and what what may be the era of the next Cowboy quarterback. We also mm. got to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. and his suspension coming down from the NFL. I got some opinions about that. I know you do as well too. We'll talk about this concussion movie that's coming out on Friday. We'll get into a little discussion about that. And we'll talk about the college bowl games coming up because me and you will be at two bowl games coming up. So if you guys Ooh. are there, make sure you say hello to us. We'll be at the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl, which is the day after Christmas. What's then up? we'll be at the uh, Air, the uh, Armed Forces Bowl. Salute. So we got a lot to talk about today, a lot to talk about. So... Again, I want to remind you guys to go to our website, ntxgame.com, download the show there, or just follow us on Twitter. You can follow OmiD at D777Kid, follow me at Rodney R. Fisher, or just follow everything 
at NTX Games. So get it. Let's jump right into the Cowboy story, as I alluded to. And now we're going to see, I guess, another Cowboy quarterback who got his uh, infamous debut. You know, he comes out there and comes in for Matt Castle after Matt Castle threw the worst pass in NFL history. And he comes in and he throws three interceptions himself. Rookie quarterback, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, but not, not necessarily a rookie. A rookie to the NFL game, let's just say that. But he's been here, what, four years? Yeah. I mean, he's been around, yeah. right? He's been around the league four years. But, I mean, come on. The guy, it's typical. I mean, everybody expects everybody to be Tom Brady when they come in in this situation. Come in, throw for 16 touchdowns and win six Super Bowls. But, you know, it's a huge spotlight to come into when you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And not only that, but coming in in that game, such a crucial game, the Cowboys needed to win it to keep their playoff hopes anywhere squandering alive. And then you have Matt Castle, who is the veteran quarterback at this time, the guy that you're sitting behind, comes out and he's playing the worst game possible. Oh, my God. But it's against one of the better Ooh. defenses in the, the league right now. The Jets secondary is one of the better secondaries in the league. So, you know, I'm going to give Kellen Moore a little bit of credit because he, 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 I just said a little bit now. I didn't say I was going to give him enough credit, credit to make credit him a Credit in a loss. In a loss, you yeah, give him some credit. He, I'm going to give him some credit because he got out there and he threw the ball down the field further than Brandon Wheaton. Well, so. let's, let, okay, let's, let's get to the heart of the matter here, okay? So now we see Kellen Moore as quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He is what the, the fourth quarterback this season, okay? Like so, the Houston Texans. Okay, so I'm hearing uh, I'm hearing Garrett talk about this. I'm hearing other people as well. The media here in our local area, Dallas-Fort Worth, they're talking about how, okay, Kellen Moore, we want Kellen Moore in the game. We need him in the game. I'm hearing Garrett say stuff like, he gives us our best chance to win. You know, he, he's been around. He can do this. I, I'm going to find some quotes of what he used, but he talked all this good stuff about Kellen Moore, so – my thing is, if you, if you believe Kellen Moore is that good, why did he not play prior to this past Saturday? Why is that? Why why do we have to go get Matt Castle and start him instead of Kellen Moore when Brandon Whedon looked terrible? Why start a guy that's only been in camp, what been here like three weeks, and not a guy that's been in the league four years? You know, if he's that good, Jason Garrett seems to have. The same rhetoric for every press conference. Yeah, this guy gives us our best chance to win, so we're going to put him in. You know, that, that's what he always says. It's very plain Jane, very vanilla, just like the Cowboys offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't expect Jason Garrett to articulate exactly why this happened to quarterback. Now, I did hear on the Jerry Jones press conference earlier today that he says, he wants to take some of the blame for there not being a backup mm. quarterback situation here in Dallas, which I think is very honorable for yeah. the man. Now, you think he's telling the truth? That he feels like he should take some Jerry of the blame? Jerry is an oil man, okay? He's a wildcatter, okay? If he felt like Kellen Moore was going to be the guy for the job, and just like Garrett, if he felt that way, Kellen Moore would have started a long time ago. Well, see, no, no. They wouldn't have went out there and got Matt Castle. No. Jerry Jones just says he's taking the blame for there not being a backup quarterback. I understand that, but the the, the answer of why there they play Matt Castle is because Matt Castle played in more NFL and started in more NFL games than Kellen Moore has. 
And they just look at it kind of like, if we can talk about this rolling into the Denver Broncos situation, they look at it like NFL IQ game started versus, you know, set on the bench and came off the bench and played a couple, couple of reps. So, I mean, they, they went with what they thought was going to be their best option. At this point, excuse me, we were looking at Brandon Whedon and hell yeah, Matt Castle was our best option. Brandon Whedon couldn't get the ball down the field if you put it on a limo with an Uber on top of no it. No kidding. So there was no point in them, because if they put Kellen Moore in, that was almost like them saying, okay, we're admitting to defeat and tanking well, the season. Uh, well, it looks like putting Matt Castle in led to the exact same thing. It really I, did. I, I think Jerry's saying that is great for Jerry to say. Now, will he do it in a draft? That's always going to be the question. That's I mean, the question. Will he do it in a draft? Because we, we as a Cowboy fan, myself and you as a Cowboy fan, Cowboy fans across the metroplex, across the world, Cowboy Nation, let me talk to y'all. How many drafts have you been sitting at home and waiting for the Cowboys to take a quarterback? How many drafts have passed by? Have you felt like that? I, I know you felt like that ever since Romo Started. had the back surgery. I know you felt like that then. I was actually, honestly, when Romo became the starter, I was looking at when the Cowboys were going to start putting a quarterback into the system. Not saying that Romo is not a good quarterback, but Romo came at a point where we were struggling and squandering for a quarterback again, and he was sitting there. So is Kellen Moore going to be this new Romo at six foot? Quarterback? Yes. Is he? I don't really think he is. But you know what? I'm not an NFL quarterback. Nah, I'm not an so NFL you, defensive you, lineman. Okay. So, but do I think Kellen Moore is going to be, well, we all know he's not going to get us to the playoffs. Do I think he's going to win these next two games? Yes. Do you think he has a chance? Bills and the Redskins. Right. I think he has a chance, but I think. Everybody has a chance to win okay. the game. It's like playing but, a lottery. Yes, you you yes, play yes. the lottery because you have a yeah, chance, yeah, right? A chance. But, but the odds but are the odds of, odds are the game, odds. So, especially against the Redskins, man. Okay, they're so what, what are his odds that he will win the next two games? He will win one of the next two. So you're giving him a one out of two. One out of the two. Next I two. think he can win against the Bills. I think the defense will keep it in, keep him in. I think this week he kind of, I'm going to say, and fought that too. He pressed a little bit too much trying to get the W, knowing that we needed a W like that. But maybe this week, without that pressure on him, he can just go out and show what kind of quarterback he is. And how are we going to feel if Kellen Moore goes out this week and, and toasts him like Cam Newton okay. and goes for five right. touchdowns? Let me ask you this question. Since you brought up the quote that Jerry made about him taking some blame for not having a backup, let's, let's look at two scenarios. One, if Kellen Moore comes out there and wins the next two games, throws no picks, I mean, it looks, looks great. Wins the next two, two games. Mm-hmm. Is he your backup next year, or, or are you still going to draft the quarterback? Or does he have to lose the next two games before Jerry drafts a quarterback? I think your best bet is going to be to draft a quarterback. Either way. Either way, your best bet is going to be a draft right, quarterback. I just want to make sure we agree on that. And when it comes into spring training, you're going to have Romo as your starter, Um uh, Matt Castle will probably no, be there. No, 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 and, no. He, he can't stay here. Well, hey, it's spring training. He can't do it. You don't think, you don't think he'll even make it to spring training? I don't think he – no. So we're going no, rookie, no, 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 QB, no. Tony Romo, and Kellen Moore, and then Kellen Moore and Tony Romo – I mean, Kellen Moore, excuse me. Kellen Moore and rookie fight for backup. Yeah. And, uh, and, and whoever the backup is will be starting next year because Romo won't make it a whole season. 
He won't. You don't think so? You don't think no. he has enough time no. to heal up? I honestly no. think Romo should have retired last year <laughs> after that back surgery, bro. Certain <laughs> surgeries, you go, why are you still playing? Yeah, like, hey, man, yeah, with yeah, the next yeah. surgery. Right, right, you know, right. Like, what, do you, what do you have to prove? Well, he's broken his uh, clavicle, collarbone, whatever you want to say. Have you want to say it? I'm not a scientist or a doctor, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's broken that twice in, in this year, you know. So I don't see him make. I don't see him making another season because quiet is kept in my mind. I saw that play that he broke broke it originally, and also when he broke it the second time, he didn't get hit. Those are quarterback hits. Quarterback it's hits. It's not like you know Dominican Sue kicked him in the chest. You know what I'm saying? It's those are those are hits that quarterbacks take. I see quarterbacks take way worse hits than that in the NFL this year, and not break anything. So, but it's the way Tony Romo lands when he when he gets hit. Well, if that, you always look at Tony Romo; he's always coming down on his side. You don't do that. You notice, like you know, he can't come down on his back. He just had the back surgery. He can't, he can't come down on his back. But you know what he needs to do? So now he can't come down on his side. <laughs> what are you gonna do? He needs to go ahead and go play golf, hang out with his homie Tiger Woods. And his new kids and his hot smoking wife and just deal with the fact of, hey, I've got to look out for my future more than I got to look out for the future of the Cowboys. And I know people hate to hear me say that. And they're probably booing the computer right now. But those are those diehard Cowboy fans that, you know, thought Romo was the savior. Mm. And then they lost that game and was ready to jump down Garrett's throat and trade him anyway. So I'm just saying right now, Cowboy fans, if Jerry does not pick a quarterback, mm-hmm. get ready for those early Quincy Carter 2000 uh, years. Who wants that? Yeah. yeah. Who no, nobody wants that. This no. is the, but you know what? If you're going to be owner of the decade or whatever you were, Jerry Jones, this is going to be the moment that you make a move mm. and get a quarterback. Cause do we need, do we really need a running back? Of course, but we can yeah. probably get a, running, get a running back, back in the second yeah. round. Okay. Let me ask. Okay. So say we end up, I think right now we'd end up with the fifth pick and the go quarterback with the fifth pick or wait to the second round because Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott may be there you know Derrick Henry may be there here's a good point if you can snag a prize running back and you've seen through combine and through the intense scrutiny that the Jones family is going to put somebody through to get it on the Cowboys roster I think if Elliott or Henry is available I think we should take them and then wait to the second round and get a quarterback. Yeah, because I mean you can you can really find a quarterback in a D two school. Yeah, but, or, but or, can or, you trust this coaching staff to develop them? I mean, let's be honest, they have not. De- Garrett, although he's uh, supposed to be an offensive guru and highly educated, he hasn't. He has not developed a quarterback. I don't really think Romo Jason was. Garrett, he has done it. Jason Garrett is going to lose some type of. What can I say? An authority? He's going to lose some type of play calling ability? He should lose his job. I'm not going to say that. He should lose his job. I I said this two weeks ago. You did. You did. Two weeks ago. You said he he should lose his job. I was the first one here locally to say that on earth he need to lose his job. Period. And, and And this is more proof to that point. For you to come out here and say that Kellen Moore gives you the best chance to win is preposterous. I mean, I'm not Princeton educated, but I know... BS when I see it. For you to say that, Who and, then, and then you choice? waited this long Who's to put him in, that, that shows you right there. If you believe that to be a true statement, Jason Garrett, you deserve to be fired. Because you didn't put your team in position to win a game by leaving a guy that you believe 
can get it done on the bench. But did you he say it about fired. Matt Castle? That Matt Castle was out He there. said the same thing about Matt Castle. Yeah. And what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. Said the same thing about Brandon Wheaton. Remember when Brandon, Brandon Wheaton got his first terrible. start? Do you remember what they said? Oh, he's got a great arm. Yeah, he can, he, throw, he can throw any can throw any, any NFL any route. Right. Yeah, he can throw way down right. the field, everything. And he never went past, what, 20 yards? 15. Never. So. He's terrible. So, yeah, it's it's a quarterback controversy. But Gary, get ready for be an offensive coordinator somewhere next year because you will not be head coach of the Cowboys. Somebody got to get fired. Don't you agree? Do you agree that somebody needs to get fired? I think after the first 10-game season since, like, 2010 or something like that, 10,000, whatever, we don't want to remember. But, yeah, somebody's going to have to lose their job. Who? Who loses their job I when they say staff? I can't even say it's the defensive staff because the defense played why would as well you not as say they can. The, the, the defense has – they've lost games in the fourth quarter this year. Well, the defense has lost some games. they lost some you big games. What, bro? You, can't, you can't win a game if all you can put up is six points. If the offense can only put up six points, the defense has to keep another point, another team from scoring one touchdown. Okay, so who on the offense should lose a job? I believe the coordinator and Which it, the head coach. Linehan? Yeah. And the head coach. Yeah. Okay, well, bam, there we go. Yeah. Argument solved. Yeah. I, I honestly Garrett needs to be I've fired. never been okay. really big sold on Jason Garrett in the first no, place. No, man, he's not he's not the right coach for this. T- this team this year needed a coach. I don't like they needed they, needed they needed a Mike Tomlin. Okay, they needed a Bill Cowher. They needed a Bill Parcells. They needed a Jimmy Johnson. They needed somebody you were to get. So sold on Bill Parcells, aren't you? Well, they needed somebody to get in their face and tell the truth. And, and coach, sometimes you got to be coached up. Sometimes you got to be coached. Yeah, you really. The Cowboys are a team of bad news bears that need a coach, like you said, yes, a coach. Need to be coached up. What's man. the boy Singletary? Right. Mike Sing. I'd like to see Mike Singletary here. <laughs> man, that'd be. Could you imagine Mike Singletary and Des Bryant? On the sidelines together having oh, an argument. Man. I don't think or a disagreement. Would. Come on now. I don't think they would. Maybe they'll pick up Charlie Strong. Oh, man. I, well. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't think anybody. Who? No. Can you just right off the top of the head, do you think of anyone or can yes. you think of anyone that you'd like to be a coach? Yes. I, seriously. And it's going to sound crazy. Seriously. But mark these words. Let me get ready for a break. Mark these ver- words. I can seriously see. John Gruden leaving Monday Night Football to come coach the Cowboys. I know it sounds crazy, but it'll be a dream job for him. Or he's going to pull somebody like a Nick Saban. That would be who I would see. Alabama, he's going to pull I would Nick see Saban. A Nick Saban coming up and being a coach. Or maybe. You don't think Gruden would leave Monday Night Football to come? No, nah, man. Gruden, Why would he not? I don't think That's Gruden. A, it's the Cowboys. Do you think John Gruden is that great of a coach? Yes. He won, he won one yes. Super Bowl. Yes, I do. John Gruden would have coached that team. You think he's Gruden would be a good coach? I think they would. They wouldn't only have that's four not, wins right now. Well, of course they wouldn't. John okay Gruden is a better then. coach so, than a, so, okay. okay, I can see John. So basically, John and Jay Gruden are going to face off against yes. each other twice a year. Twice a year. That would be Jerry Jones would pay money for that. Yeah, because there's marketing yes. to that. Yes, he's got the deal. And who, who's and we all know that Gruden is like a quarterback guy. Yeah. You see the QB camp that he does. He's a quarterback guy. He can develop a quarterback. He can come in here. They can make a draft pick for a quarterback. He can develop them. He can coach these boys up. All right. Get them in the playoffs. <laughs> and we can, we can roll. You know what I'm saying? And he can leave. He can get mad. He can leave. Go back to broadcast. He's young enough to come back to NFL and go back to broadcasting. He's he young is. enough. He is. 
And I think He's just like enough. with anybody, at some point when you're passionate about something, you're going to want to get back in it. And Jerry Jones probably does have enough money to make it yes. lucrative yes. and worthwhile. Money's not going to be a problem. You know, Gruden's grinders, you know. Yeah, it's not going to be the problem. That. It's marketing. It's not, it's, money what about would Nick not be Saban, though? I think Nick Saban would be a decent Nick Saban coach, would come. But do you think he'd be able to handle professional athletes versus college Man, kids? Nick Saban has what Garrett does not have. The thing that Saban has will make him successful in Dallas is he's got skins on the wall. Players can look him in the eye when he gives, gives his speech and believe everything he says. That is true. What has Play, Jason Garrett done? You, you, He's like Babe just imagine, Okay, seriously, Cowboy fans, listen to me. Imagine sitting in a room, okay, a big room with all your teammates. So you guys come back from a loss, you know, like the Jets loss. And listening to Jason Garrett give you a pep talk? Are you serious? Yeah. Can you, imagine, can you imagine how calm that would be? Put us in the best position. Hey guys, hey guys, we we fell in three phases of the game today. Three phases. I always talk about three phases. I, I need somebody going there that's gonna rattle some cages, <laughs> get some guys' faces, grab some face masks, not not clap them off the field. I need some guys to. I not need. Start I need. Next week, you gotta coach these boys. I what need some guys do? to be like, you know what? No, he's not starting next week. I right. didn't like his effort this week in practice. That's right. Exactly. So Coming in second half, but he's not starting. He's not week. starting. Yeah. Exactly. When when Greg Hardy would have went off and said all that crazy stuff about Tom Brady's wife and this and the third, Gruden would have set him down and told him, you know what, you ain't, you're not starting the first quarter. You gonna sit out I'd the first said, quarter. I said first series. Well, you got you got to take Brady you got to have control man. of your team. But he does. This team had no control this year, none. No control. They got you know no what? coaching. You really, no preparation. You're hitting it right on the head. Like you're just you. looking at the team out there, the defense especially. Like there's no discipline. I mean, they got a lot of penalties this year. A ton. You know, a ton right. of penalties. So, yeah, there's no discipline in the team. There's no respect yes. for the coach. And I said that when they hired Jason Garrett. They was like, you know, he's a great coach, da-da-da, quarterback. He played behind Troy Aikman, who won all the Super Bowls. Yeah, one good game yeah. on Thanksgiving. And one good game. And that became the offensive genius. Right. And But you know what? Jerry made that call, like, what, five years ago when he, he said did. Jason he did. is our core, he's our, 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 Look, our it, coach of the future. It, it was a good plan, okay? It was, you get a cowboy in here, a guy you can control, okay? Guy's gonna be a yes man, company guy, mild manner. It, it was the right coach at the right time. But that has failed. Now he's been exposed as not a coach. So we have no coach, no, no quarterback. No coach, no quarterback. What do you predict for the season next year? We'll have another coach, another quarterback. But what are you predicting for a record? I don't know, man. I I, I got this offseason is gonna be the toughest one Jerry's had to face since Jimmy left. Okay, I mean since since Switzer left, since Aikman retired, this will be the toughest draft he has a face since then. So I got to kind of sit back and see what happens. It's gonna be a scary offseason for Cowboys yeah, fans. Very they much might, so. They might want to pay attention to the Rangers baseball this year because. uh Offseason might be really, really scary. Yeah, you no kidding. Well, we're going to take a quick break. we come back, and we'll get into this Odell Beckham Jr. story, con- the cut- concussion movie, college bowl games, and hopefully I'll do a Steve Harvey tonight. So we'll be Who back.
And welcome back, everyone, to Omi D and Fish. Make sure you go back and download our show or subscribe to our show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, um, Blueberry, everything. Any, anywhere you can find a podcast or radio, internet-wise, we are there. So make sure you check us out. Follow Omi D on Twitter at D777Kid. Follow me at Rodney R. Fisher. Follow everything at NTX Game. So let's let's jump right back into some NFL talk. And Omi D, did you see this? Uh, first of all, did you see the hit that o- Odell Beckham Jr. was suspended for today? Yes, I actually saw the entire okay. uh, New York game. Okay. Very ironically, in the beginning of the second first quarter, something was odd about Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. and I remember telling my father we were watching the game. I said, "I don't know. Odell Beckham just doesn't seem like he's playing." At his level today. Maybe right. he's tanking or something. This was after he missed that touchdown grab, you know, at the beginning of the game. It was right before the touchdown grab. Okay. Yes, I actually said that. Just kind of watching the route running and stuff. I was thinking something's a little off with him today. Okay. Yeah. And then the rest of the game ensued. Yes. And he got uglier. And uglier. And I was amazed that the referees didn't throw more flags no, I, you know, but okay, I think that kind of stuff goes on every every game. Right? It does. It just so happened that Odell Beckham Jr. is the face of the league in in many ways, which we will talk about. But you know, they had the camera on him the whole time. I mean, it showed every play, no matter if it was a run play, passing play, the camera stayed on him and Josh Norman the entire game. Well, you know what? It's our uh, game. It was it was hot. It was hot, hot, hot news. You're watching what was about to be. Well, let's look at the game. At the point where it started getting out of hand, the game was 21. The the uh, Giants were 21 points down. Yes. So there was no point in keeping the game on television, <laughs> right. other than Odell Beckham and Josh getting into it. Yeah, sure. And so, other than that, what are they going to show? Eli Manning dumping off another one yard you know, screen pass that goes for three. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, they want to see Odell Beckham. And even just us watching the game, I'm sitting there like, man, put Odell Beckham back in there. Yeah. Like, what is he doing? I know they're over there fighting and, and, and chopping it up. What's going on? And then when that hit came in, the hit was malicious. Yeah. It was, it was very malicious. Mm-hmm. He could have, one, he could have concussed himself. True. He could have concussed the other football player. Right. He could have broken that football player's jaw. Yeah. You know, he could have caused a major injury. Let's look at something like if he'd have broken the jaw yeah. and concussed this guy. With as huge of a deal as concussions are right mm-hmm. now in the league, right? he might have gotten uh, – they might have made an example of him. Yeah, but, that, but doesn't that happen every game? But Doesn't that happen around the pile almost every game? I think it does. It really, really does. But here's – Here's what you said that is the number one point. You are now the face of the league. You are now the face of head and shoulders. You are now the face of a lot of different products. You're on the cover of Madden. Yeah, you're on the cover of Madden. So you can't go out as a leading top receiver and basically get your lunch handed to you and not go out there and compete on the field Mm -hmm. but get aggressive and violent. And then, you know, there was the report of the practice squad member Walking yeah, in the that, field with a baseball ridiculous. bat. Like, how does that affect you yeah, in the that's, game? That's ridiculous, man. I, I, I don't buy that one bit. And I'm, and I'm really 
disappointed the Giants would put something like that out there about pregame, about talk, about he called me a name. Man, get on with it. This is football, okay? This, football. this stuff happens all the time. And, again, I think this is a case of all those people that want football to be safe, uh, not barbaric, uh, to have some type of class to it. There's no class in football. It's a classless sport. <laughs> this, this is glad, it's, it's a gladiator sport. This is what we do. You know how many times play, I played football in high school? How many times I took a shot on a guy sitting around a pile? Because I've been battling with him all day. Oh, when uh, we get an interception and the quarterback's running down the field trying to make a tackle, don't you lay the quarterback out? Yep, you want to get him. This this is football, and I'm sorry, I have to I have to differ from you. The way they were going at it the entire game, you know, the referees didn't put a stop to it. That's part of the game. I I don't think he necessarily should have been suspended. I mean, I really don't. I think you know what? I think it's part of the game. Is what happens. You know, I've seen guys take out players' knees, and they they never got suspended. Now, that's another thing I was looking at this game. Look how many people's knees got injured in the past two weeks with just malicious hits right. and things like that in the league. Yeah, you want to make this game safe. I'm not saying make the game flag football, but some of these hits, like I was watching the Giants game, if these were going against Tom Brady, these people would be suspended or possibly oh, taken out of the league. Okay. No you know? So yeah, they have to do some things to clean the game up to make it safer because the game is way more high impact, way mm-hmm. more powerful. These guys have way more speed. They're taking way different supplements. So they're able to produce, uh, way more damaging energy right. when they collide with one another. So yeah, you do got to make the game safer. But like I said, with the huge, look what happened last year in the NFL. There was a huge brouhaha about domestic violence. Yeah. And then somebody punches somebody in the elevator. Right. And she knocks herself out by hitting her head on the pole in the elevator. And he's out of the league now. You know, but that was the hot button for the league last year. Mm-hmm. Hot button for the league this year to get everything off of domestic violence is concussions. You know, and that's my other one of my points I wanted to make tonight was had this concussion movie not been coming out Christmas Day. Odell Beckham would not have been suspended. You think so? I, I, I'm telling you because think about it. If it was that bad on D, why wasn't he ejected from the game? I, you know what? Why wasn't he ejected? If, I don't if think he shouldn't be playing, why, why wasn't he ejected? I don't think the referees actually saw the helmet-to-helmet hit that he did uh, in the in the pal. I think they saw the aftermath of uh people getting kicked and grabbing stuff like that when josh norman yeah need him right in the in the face you know well, yeah you just get like, off the ground you just ran me in the head with a, so, a speared so, me in the side of the face okay, with so a helmet normally when that happens you watch football for a long time i respect your opinion normally when that happens with two guys get into it like that or bump heads or guy punches a guy guy punches back don't both players get ejected I think normally don't don't both, both of players, them get ejected. Both players that day should have been ejected. Before that hit, I mean, yeah, you you expect defensive backs and wide receivers to get scrappy out there. Every everybody, game. everybody, every play, every game, they're out there. You're blocking on the edge. You're 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 bumping in the first five yards. You're talking noise. You know everything. But to take it into the third quarter, rolling it around into the fourth quarter, like. This became the whole point of the game, and the referees knew it. And I don't know, maybe with the whole fact of the movie coming out, like you said, they let things go on just a little bit too long. Maybe the referees just weren't paying attention to it. 
Maybe they just didn't care, but behavior on the field is what's important. And there were, there were a lot of little kids, a lot of high schoolers, a lot of college kids, junior high youngsters saw this behavior on the field. And whether we like it or not, they're going to end up mimicking it next football season. Well, of course. I mean, I mean, you got to say that's going to happen. That's going to happen. And the fact of the matter is, I think the referee crew should be reprimanded as well for letting things go so far and getting to the point that he had to be suspended by the league because they should have ejected them both and and ejected them both, set the precedence of getting the control of the game at that point, and then it would have been okay. No one would have had to miss a game. No one's going to be suspended, and it's going to be different. But I'm I'm telling you, this is this is the you know I'm always in it. Okay, here's come by. Here comes my controversial opinion. I'm always trying to follow the money trail. Okay, so this happens in this game, this nationally televised game. Everybody see it. It was one of the highest regular season rated games in the last, I don't think, five or six years or something. Some stat I saw. This happens, right? The concussion movie comes out on Friday. Who plays this uh, Saturday night in primetime? It's the Giants. They play, okay? Yeah. So what better platform to talk about? Well, we we don't, you know, we suspended him because of this. Again, this is the face of the league. He's on the Madden cover. He's the most popular player in the NFL. See kids, see parents, this is what we do. When you do stuff like this, we suspend you. This is the chance to make a big statement. When normally they wouldn't do this, they would they would not have done it had this movie not coming out. <laughs> I'm serious, they wouldn't have done it. So, do you think that this was all planned? Do you think maybe they paid Odell? I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think that. I don't, that. No, I don't think. I don't think that. But I think when it happened, okay, because you have to remember, no referee, you know, no referee took him out of the game, right? So, and and they didn't even flag that. They didn't even flag it. They didn't even throw That's a flag. That's what I was amazed. The okay? flags didn't come out. <laughs> they didn't throw a flag. So that tells you the NFL's position on it until all this backlash and all these former players come out. He's the worst guy. He should have never done that. Man, y'all have done the same thing. Yeah, and that's the worst Ray thing Lewis, I hate you, about. you done that, Ray Lewis. Come on, man. Let's, let's be real. You done done that. That's what I hate about a lot of ex-NFL players. Now that they're on the other side of the microphone, they're just like, this has no place in the game. That, you know, we love. Right. And this is that. It's right. Like, you played in the dirtiest you, of dirty eras. Like, don't act dirty. like you didn't do anything. Dirty D? <laughs> For real. It's like, jeez, come I mean, on, man. They put Vaseline on their jerseys. Come on, man. This yeah. ain't, you know. Yeah, that's fair. It's football. That's fair. So, yeah, you can't. I'm not saying that Odell Beckham is a criminal. I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I'm saying he let somebody get to him. And I think this is an example for kids and adults alike. You've got to be in control of your emotions at all times, Hmm. at all times. You can't let somebody get in your head and make you react because the important thing is not what they do, but it's how you react. And the reactions are what cause this situation to get worse and worse and worse because he just kept one upping everything. Hmm. And that's what happened, man. With that spear, once he speared the dude in the side of the head, I was I was completely surprised he finished the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I, I thought they both should be ejected right then, and, I, and that's what I kept thinking. Like, you got to take them out the game, both of them. But let me ask you this: so when that does happen, what happens in the game after that? The Giants rally back. They tie it up late. Mm-hmm. So, so does Obel? Does he get any credit for inspiring them to come back? Does he get any of that credit? Because something he did 
whether however you feel about it, it sparked his team to tie that game up. They were down big when that happened. And they came back. So does he get any credit for that? I mean, he might have been. They might have been the fact that they saw that they really didn't rally around him when he was having a moment on the field with the other team, and they might have decided to rally around him. Or it just might have been the fact that the defense um, decided to play a little tougher. Or it could have been the fact that Cam Newton was like, hey, we're just playing to get a W right here. No. As long as we have a, a, Cam a lead. Does, Cam doesn't seem like the type of guy to let Bro, he already thrown like five touchdowns. I'm just saying. He doesn't seem like that guy. But you know what? He doesn't seem like the guy to let off the gas, but I guarantee you he probably won't play next game. No, he'll play. No. Yeah, he'll play. Bro, he just he'll had play the re- he we talked about this. his he'll, shoulder. He's not going to talk- finish We talked about season, this. Bro. He will play the entire wanna, year. He Okay. Yes, he's not coming he, out. Yes, Cam Newton no. will not play next game, no. bro. You no, no, cannot no. risk that. No. What kind of suicidal coach are you? That's why Jerry Jones no. will hire you. It's, this is about, we, we debated this a couple weeks ago. This is about going undefeated, period. No, that's it's, what about it's about winning the Super Bowl. What it's about winning crap? the Super Bowl undefeated. That's who, what it's, cause you, you're the only, but you're the only team in position to do that. This is your year to really see if you can go undefeated and win a Super Bowl. So this is it. What's more important, undefeated or Super Bowl? Both. No, that's, that's, you gotta pick one. You well, can't just say both. If you go undefeated, that means you won a Super Bowl. Correct? Which one is if more important? If you don't important? lose a game all season long, you have won the Super Bowl, Which correct? Which one is more important? I'm asking Going you. Under, I'm, yeah, that's true. If you you don't lose a game so all we, season long, so, so we're talking the about, Super Bowl. we're talking about the same thing. No, no. Which one is more you important You say tomato, to you I say win. tomato. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the same thing. If you go undefeated, you win the Super Bowl. Bro, what do you want to bet Cam Newton? Cam Newton will not he play. He will play. Till when? He will play till they lose. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm not going to even argue with you <laughs> on this play. one. Cam so Newton will not, not gonna play next Sunday. Week? Nope. Okay. All right. Nope. Bro, he almost was injured All twice right. in this game we'll, against the okay, Giants. Okay, we'll, we'll be Think back. about it like this. Everybody's taking cheap shots at Cam Newton and them now, especially if you're playing a bunch of teams that have no point, no chance in getting anywhere. You just, come on. Yes. You're, just risking, you're risking the okay, best quarterback well, in the league right we, now. We will be back here next Tuesday, right? We will be back okay, here Okay, so we'll, we will know who's right and who's wrong. I will be right. Okay. Well, again, send us, a, send us a message. Let us know whose side you're on. Will Cam play the rest of the year or will Cam sit out? Gonna sit out. Hit us at NCAA game. coach is gonna sit him down. You know, before we leave the subject, I do want to say, you know, Josh Norman is getting a lot of heat because other wide receivers are coming out saying stuff like he's not that good, or you know, uh, he plays a cover three, cover two. He's a zone player. Hey man, just go out there on the field and beat him one on one. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't don't talk about it. Just Be just beat him one on one. And then too for Josh, man, I just want to say, man. Brother, it, no one likes the bad guy. Okay, don't be the bad guy. All right, bad guys. Are, there are no more bad guys in the NFL anymore. They're, they're all good guys. Okay, there's no no bad guys. So don't be the bad guy. Don't do that. That's all I gotta say. We'll be back. Over the MP.
Welcome everyone back to Omi D and Fish. I am Rodney Fisher, joined by the one and only Omi D. Make sure you check us out at ntsgame.com every Tuesday night live at 8 p.m. on TuneIn Radio. And also go back and download the podcast. Hit me at Rodney R. Fisher or hit Omi D at the 777 Kid. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into it. Uh, man, it's been a good good show so far. I wanted to say that. So let's talk about this movie coming out Friday, the day after what a Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, Christmas Day. I, I, I got to start shopping. Yeah. Man, at, hold hey, on. I got to start shopping. I hadn't started yet. I do all my shopping Christmas Eve morning. Yeah, that way you just it, there are less choices on the shelf. Yeah, you don't just get grab confused. what's available. You like look, deal. Uh, Old Spice and Chia Pet and a purse. And, and, we there. and uh, what are those things? Christmas light bulb replacements. <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Let's talk about this movie because uh, this is a big movie. It's about concussions, about the gentleman that discovered CTE. Um, a Nigerian-born uh, doctor here that discovered this back in the day and brought it to the NFL's attention about his struggle to get this uh, findings out of there. It's starring the biggest star in Hollywood, Will Smith. It's on Christmas Day. It's getting this huge platform. It's really going to talk a lot about the NFL and how they ignore this issue and what concussions is really doing. So I want to ask you, you know, does this movie have any impact at all on football, on parents, on the NFL? I mean, what do you, do you think it have any kind of magnitude? Can Hollywood be the one to finally bring this story to light and hurt football? Is that possible? No. You can't hurt the Catholic Church. There's no way. Football There's no is, way. Football, Will Smith, to, Christmas Day, great movie, all factual, true. I have to I have to agree with the man in the movie. NFL owns Sunday now. Like you're not going to stop the NFL. You can have parents to where they're concerned with their child and their child's safety for playing football, but as long as people are still getting million dollar paychecks, this job and this sport is gonna be something that kids are gonna to want to play. As long as it's glorified on the television screen, these guys get shoe deals, they get fancy uniforms, they have nice cars, they make more than the teachers that help get them there. Yeah, NFL is not going to change one bit. We might lose two or three great talents that we never get to see come through the ranks because somebody's parent decides that they're not going to let their child go through that. Right. But we can also say that we're going to maybe see another better talent because somebody's parent didn't let another talent come mm-hmm. through there. So I don't think it's going to change the whole mix of the whole thing at yeah, all. But don't you think though that I mean, it's yeah, are, are people going to look at the uh, football? There, I I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know exactly how the movie's going to look. I, I've read the story, I've I've seen this, I followed it before, but I mean, are fans really going to say, okay, well, what are we actually watching here? You know, we know it's a gladiator sport, barbaric. It's, it goes back to the the Odell Beckham hit that we saw. That's what football is. I mean, it, it, everybody that plays football gets hurt. It has a 100% injury rate. If you play football, you will get hurt, period. I mean, to what degree, how many times. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a, a serious changing injury. You're going to limp. You're going to, you know, have an arm that don't work right. <laughs> you have something, you know what I'm saying? So. 
everybody plays football gets injured. But it, but I think that one of the things that kind of shocked me a little bit was when the doctor came out and wrote this article in New York Times and said that he felt like no parents should allow their kid to play football because the kid doesn't have a choice. and not an adult. So they don't know what it's doing to their brain and their body, and the parents kind of put them in situations. It's kind of like giving your 9-year-old the keys to your car and tell them, hey, go drive, you know? Well, I've always, being of a, a science major, your body is very formative in the younger years. You have growth in your bones. You have your brain who's forming uh, certain connections to further your knowledge. You know, organs are growing. Muscles are growing. And at young ages, some of these kids are tearing bones, ripping things, yes. getting concussed at an age where the brain is so sensitive that you're not even supposed to be around smoke. Right. You know, just inhaling right, exactly. smoke damages the brain. Right. But you put your kids out in this helmet and you put your kids out in this stuff. And, you know, it's really hard to know if a little kid has a concussion in a little league game, mm. you know, because they're really running off that whole thing if they want to be tough and get out there and play. And so how many kids go through all the way to about junior high before they start noticing that these kids have concussion symptoms? Right. And now you have this disease. But I think what needs to probably change and why the NFL probably doesn't want this to come out is because that's going to be something that they might have to insure against. But the problem with this disease is you can't figure someone has it out until they're dead. Mm. So you can put an insurance policy upon that, but that's just going to be something that's going to help somebody out once something unfortunate happens. Now, if you just happen to die of kidney failure and you end up having it, your family might not get paid for it. Right. So it's just it's one of those things that's going to be a, a hot button to uh to to get because it, it's it's a disease you can't figure out until someone's dead. Yeah, that, that that's that's the hard part. So that. There was a story came out today about that the NFL withdrew $13 million that they pledged to donate to um, some research that was going to find a way to test for this while people are still living. I mean, so why do that? Why pull the research? Why? Yeah, why pull the money? Because they're they're concerned. I mean, you got to admit this. This does have some type of serious concern with the game of football because there are people that will rally and go to the government and try to get football changed Mm -hmm. and do you really want to risk that yeah do you want to risk that if you can you can avoid that situation happening and like you said this isn't something that everybody walks away with football and injury with football from more people walk away with muscle discomfort or 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 arthritis than they do with uh the cte right yeah but it's it's a rough slippery slope, man. Because yeah. if you got to insure it, you got to pay it out. Yeah, and you got to go and back and pay problem. out those right. families that right. it happened to. Right. Because it was something that you knew about. Well, I I can't wait to watch the movie. I mean, I I know we we probably should go and we should both watch it. You know, me with my wife, you with whoever your uh, other would be. Yeah, I don't know who day, I'll take that night. What's up, ladies? If you want to go to the movies, <laughs> hit me up. So and then come back and discuss it because maybe maybe there will be some impact. I'm interested to see how many people go see the movie on Christmas Day. I'm not. With everything else that's out there. You I'm going to watch Santa Claus play basketball with LeBron James. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. According to those NBA commercials. That's a good idea. He's trying to figure out who he's going to play with. But uh, I might go see it. There's a lot of movies. I got to go see Star Wars still. Yeah. So that's I'm coming gonna out. tomorrow. You going to see Star Wars tomorrow? Yeah, me and the kid I was going to pack up and get him out the house, you know. You going to see it in 3D? 
Probably so. You should go see an Omni 3D, like yeah, the but big 3D. I mean, it's pretty expensive. How much is it per ticket? Uh, it's like thirty bucks. Uh, I'll probably go by myself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into the bowl games. You know, we we pick these games week to week. Um, and the good thing is, last week we were both neck and neck, five and eight. Last week, sixty three percent. You know, we we did pretty well. So if you were following. My picks, the only these picks, you pretty much fared out pretty well. So yeah, I think five and eight is is five and eight is good. better than fifty percent. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so we had some surprises. Yeah, so let's pick these next games. I know Omid, you are Mister Tailgate State, Mister College Football. So I know you're gonna walk us through these bowl games that are coming up, and we're gonna look at two games that we're gonna be going to this upcoming week. And uh, take it away, Mister Tailgate State. All right. Well, Poinsettia Bowl coming up tomorrow. 3.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, Boise State versus Northern Illinois University. Okay. Two great teams. Northern Illinois is not quite just a pushover, but I think Boise State is going to be just a wee bit too much. And that game is in, is that game in Boise? It is in Boise. Mm, I'm going I'm to take Boise State in that game, too. It's almost not fair. No, excuse me, wrong. It's in San Diego. San Diego. There was a game in Boise today or that something. That was today's game. The against, Idaho Bowl, right? Yeah. Okay. And Akron won. Okay, and Temple great. is losing to Toledo right now, nineteen to nine. So we, we both, both might end Temple. up. Yeah, we both took Temple. So we both might end up what five and nine, possibly out of this one. So don't don't run to the bookies just yet, everybody. Uh, so twenty third, we got Poinsettia Bowl. And hold on, my computer moved on me. Dun 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 dun. Boise State versus Northern Illinois. I'm going Boise State. I got Boise State. Got too. Boise State. All right, so we got. The GoDaddy Bowl, Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Georgia State, no, excuse me, Georgia Southern versus okay. Bowling Green. Mm. Give me Georgia Southern. I'm gonna go Bowling Green. All right. Something, here we go. something about Bowling Green. They always seem to have the magic when it comes to bowl season, and they seem to surprise everybody. It's just because they have bowling in their name. That's what it Come is. On. They're ready to go. Bowling and Green. So, Hot Pies Bahamas Bowl. This would I would Man, always you know be, what this would be the next bowl year, that everybody should want to go to. Next year we're going to the Bahamas, Bahamas bowl. bowl. Let's yes. apply for credentials. Yeah, we we gotta got go. to Middle Tennessee. It's work. It's work, right? It's work. Okay. Nassau Bahamas. Got it. This is the bowl that I don't understand why everybody's not trying to get to. But Middle Tennessee versus Western Michigan. I'm gonna take Western Michigan. I saw them play one or two times this year. Give me uh middle middle ten. You gonna go middle ten? Middle ten. All right, all right. Well, well, we got a lot of games to pick because <laughs> right. between now and next week, there's like sixteen. But okay. let's keep it rolling. Hawaii Bowl, San Diego State versus Cincinnati. Ooh. That's a tough one. Uh, San Diego State. You gonna go? I'm gonna go San Diego State as well. Got it. I'm gonna go San Diego State. So next coming up. Because there's no bowls on Christmas Day. Because mm-hmm. everybody's going to be watching basketball and sending me presents. Yeah, we, yeah, that's, man. Got to get my gift. Yeah. December 26th, St. Petersburg, Florida, the St. Petersburg Bowl. The Huskies of Connecticut versus, I believe it is the Buffaloes of Marshall? I think they're Buffalo. I don't know what they are. Thundering Herd. Thundering Herd. That would be a Buffalo. <laughs> Thundering Herd of Marshall. Versus Connecticut. Yukon. Who you got? Ah. Uh. I'm going to go. UConn. I'm going to stick with the Thundering Herd. All right, I got UConn. Thundering, I'm going Herd. Okay. Uh, Are you marking these down? I'm marking mine down. I'm not marking mine down. Okay, well. Okay. 
Okay, so, so mark my because you can keep tally right so there. So far, we only have the same thing we have as Boise State and San Diego State. So that's the same everything thing. Else, yeah, everything else is different. Okay, so can you make an, a yeah. notation? Yes. Okay, I'm going through them. Yes. All right. So, uh, Miami versus Washington State in the Hyundai Sun Bowl. I'm gonna go. Give me now. Is is uh their new coach Mark Rick? Is he gonna be at this game? I don't think he's going to be at the game coaching. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? I have not confirmed that. Okay, well, give me Miami. I was going to go Hurricanes on that one, too. I just feel like it's their time. Got it. Their need to surprise everybody. Uh, Heart of Dallas Bowl. Hey. 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 <laughs> Zaxby's. Hey, Zaxby's. What's up, chicken? <laughs> Some of that chicken. <laughs> It's going to be a good meal. Yeah, I'm excited about the Zaxby's. It's always a good time at the heart of Dallas Bowl. They put on a pretty good Great show, show there. Great show. So we got Washington Washington versus University of Southern Mississippi. Mm, you know what? I hate for Washington to travel all the way down here, four-and-a-half-hour flight to Dallas and, and lose. Uh, the guys from Mississippi, I'm sure, will drive. So I'm gonna give it to Southern Miss. I'm gonna go Washington. Really? Go Huskies. Really? Go Huskies. But that makes the game interesting, right? Dun, 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 dun. Oh man, we're gonna be there. Right. At that, we should probably put some type of wager. Oh. On the game. Okay. At the game. At the game. Yes, we can't state what the wager is. Okay. Just yet. Okay. So we got to figure out what the wager is, and we're gonna right. have to post it before the game starts. Okay. Got so it. everybody on Twitter, check it out. Got it. So we'll know what the wager is. Pinstripe Bowl, New Earl, them caps. Indiana versus Duke. Ooh. Mm, that's a rough one. Duke had a decent year, and Indiana wasn't too bad. Indiana almost I'm beat. I'm going Indiana. Yeah, they almost beat Iowa State. Yeah, I'm so going I'm going to go Indiana, too, on that one. Uh, Independence Bowl. That's in uh, good old Memphis, huh? Good old Memphis. Tulsa versus by Tech. No, Independence Bowl is in Shreveport. Okay, my bad. That's the first one you yeah, did. That's right, to. that's right, that's right. That's the first bowl game you did. Tulsa versus Vi Tech. I'm going to take Virginia Tech. I'm going to take Tulsa. You're going to take Tulsa? Yep. All right. Hey, everybody got to do what they want to do. Foster Farms Bowl, UCLA versus Nebraska. Bum, bum. In Santa Clara, California, Levi Stadium. Give me uh, UCLA. I'm going to go Bruins on that one, too. Definitely going to go Bruins on that one. And we're almost done because we're not we're gonna well, we gotta pick the Tuesday game. Yeah, we're we going do. to the Armed Forces Bowl. Monday, military bowl, Pittsburgh versus Navy. I'm taking Navy. I'm taking Navy. Quick Cash lane. This one bowl. is an army, but yeah, the Navy. Bam, they got them fancy helmets too. Yeah, they do. I like them. Central Michigan versus Minnesota in the quick lane bowl. I'm gonna go Minnesota. Yeah, I I, I, I stick with Minnesota also. Yeah, I stick with Minnesota also. Armed Forces Bowl, Cal versus Air Force. Mm. I'm gonna go Cal. Man, I'm gonna go Cal. I'm not. I'm not picking against the Armed Forces. I'm going Air Force. I'm going Cal. I'm going Air Force. Go Cal. Go Bears. So that we're good then. Yeah. Uh, And wait a minute, we got. The Athletic Bowl, Russell Athletic Bowl, UNC versus Baylor, North Carolina versus Baylor. This is actually going to be an interesting I'm game. I'm taking UNC. 
I don't know who's playing quarterback for Baylor. I'm sorry. I don't know who's going to be back there. Last time I saw him play, it was a wide receiver back there. So Are you serious? I mean, remember the last game they played against Texas? That is true. Man, I'm, I'm, give me UNC. I'll take the Bears. No, I'm not. I'm going to take the Tar Heels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them all season. Yes. I'm going to take the Tar Heels. <laughs> Definitely going to take the Tar Heels. And let's see who are the last two on Tuesday. Uh, Nova Home Loans, Arizona Bowl, Nevada versus Colorado State. Okay, give me Colorado State. I'm going to take Colorado State as well. And the V100 Texas Bowl, Advocare, LSU versus Texas Tech, LSU. I'm taking LSU as well. And that'll wrap us up. Yeah. The 30th. We'll talk about those next week. Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in live every Tuesday, 8 p.m., right here on NTSGame.com. Make sure you go back and download the podcast on iTunes or go to our website, NTSGame.com. I want to thank Omi D for a great call on the Texas State Championship game. If you guys missed that, he did both 6A championship games. He had a Hall of Fame call. So uh, there was two good games. So go back and listen to that by being a subscriber to NTSGame.com. Until next week, thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend. Tell everybody. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, have a great, great Merry Christmas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.